Hi there, Camp Tawanda parents. This is Mitch from the Winter Office. You are about to listen to excerpts from our recent book club. Please grab yourself a Kit Kat, sit back, and enjoy. Here we go. All right, so I think what we're going to do is yeah, we'll start our... with the introductions. And, you know, we're glad that you're here. And we know some of you have been here before. But it's always nice to talk about um, parenting and homesick and happy, it's really not just about camp. It's really about letting go and letting them have their experiences, which um, we tend to, uh, you know, I'm just as guilty to more and more try to be involved in every bit of their experiences, which at camp can't be. Although, you know, we have the camera and you have a bird's eye view. So why don't we start? I'm Stephanie, and I'm originally from Wantoa, Long Island. And now we're here in Demarest. We lived in uh, New City for a while. We started in Rivervale, New Jersey. So we've been around. Um, I'm Deborah Klein. Um, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California, and I live in Manalpa, New Jersey now. Um, I have a daughter that's going to be starting this summer. She's in third grade now. She'll be in fourth next year, and uh, we're excited. Great, it's gonna be fun. Welcome. Thank you. I'm Stephanie Lovedick. I grew up in Westchester, still in Westchester. I have a third grade son um, and a four year old daughter who's not going yet. <laughs> um, I'm Melissa. Um, I live in Westchester, from Long Island, I live in Westchester, and I have two boys, a son going to seventh and a son going to third. And I'm actually working at camp this summer, so I'll have that being there but not being there and having that with my kids. So. Um, I'm Erica Trapp. I am originally from Queens. I live in Port Washington, Long Island, and I have a daughter in second grade who's going to camp, and I have twins that are in kindergarten. My daughter, who's in kindergarten, would like to go. Yeah. <laughs> but I told her she had to wait at least one year. My name is Heather. I'm originally from five minutes away, Alpine, New Jersey, <laughs> and now I live in New York City. I have a daughter in fifth grade, and last summer was her first summer. And I have a daughter in first grade who also wants to go, but not ready to let her go yet next summer. And happy to be back. Yay. <laughs> I'm Amy. I have two boys. One is in sixth, and he this will be his third summer. And I have a third grader, and it's going to be his first summer. I'm Sandy from New York City. I have a daughter who's in sixth with Amy's son, Madden, and it'll be her third summer, and she's starting upper camp. Going into seventh grade. Yeah, scary. And my son, Ryan, is nine, and it'll be his second summer, and he's in fourth grade now. Hi, I'm Lori. Um, my daughter, Alyssa, is going to be starting this, this summer. She's in third grade right now. Um, we're from Manalpa, New Jersey. I grew up in just another town in New Jersey. I'm excited. Hi, I'm Meredith Algins. Um, I live in Brybrook, New York, Westchester. And I have a daughter in third, and it will be her second summer. I'm Stacy. I actually grew up in Manalpin, but live in Upper Saddle River now. And I have two daughters, a sixth grader, this will be her third summer, and a second grader and upcoming first summer. I'm Lauren. I have a son who is going to be a midi. This is going to be his third summer with Sandy's son. And I also have a daughter who is in first grade right now, and she is coming this summer for her first summer. I grew up at camp, went to camp, um, was there the first summer, and Stephanie were there. 
I worked at camp as a counselor, and I've been working for camp um, year-round uh, for four years now. This is my fourth year. So, and I'm in the office, and will be uh, the one that's bothering me for forms and all those things. <laughs> She's <laughs> the happiest we moved. Yes, I'm, I'm right. I'm the one that I work for camp year-round, except I don't live at camp. I'm like the only one that does that, but it, it works. And you're less than a mile. I'm now, yeah, three minutes away, so uh, I have a tough commute. Well, um, thank you guys all for coming. Great. Hi, Mitch. My 27th year at camp, uh, at Tawanda. But I started sleepaway when I was seven. Also, and I cried uh, and wet my bed for three years. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I ever heard that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, that is true. But if, it, we, if we have a camper that wets his bed in all grade, I go like, wait, what's that? Wait, awesome. <laughs> uh, and it was, it was difficult. The mattresses were cloth then. Um, but I uh, loved it, and even I remember the phone calls. I would get really homesick when we had the phone calls. But it's really great to have you here. Those of you who had campers last year, they all did great. Really awesome. Yeah. So we want to talk about the book because that's what's bringing us all here as a good venue to open discussion and. Um, my big takeaway from this book is the question, what was your favorite childhood memory? And if you could think what that was, and then uh, he wrote your sweetest memory. Um, and then, you know, we'll share some of these things. And then the big question is, were your parents there? <laughs> no, when that moment happened. And uh, most likely it, they were not. And it was your private moment of achieving something or doing something really cool. And um, that's the big lesson of this, is that um, we feel that we have to protect them, but then we are debilitating them as well. So, um, does anybody want to talk about their favorite memory? Amy, what about you do? Camp, although I can't think of one specific right. piece of it, but just the totality of being at camp is just the best. I think for me it was being on stage and getting a solo singing part. You know, stop. Really? Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, that's amazing. I love it. Because Did you get that? Where does that happen? You know, that you really get to be pushed out of your comfort zone. And, uh, you know, today you could be in the zip line kids or being in the play or, or anything that happens at camp that we as parents have pushed them into trying or let them drag them and then complaining that you know they didn't do this or they forgot that and it's all about us keeping them on task so that of course is a good camp. Um, so what does anyone feel that inspired you to read Homesick and Happy initially and to come to something you, your advice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I, I don't. I don't oh. answer the question. But I wouldn't. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you said you said being a nervous being parent. Being a nervous parent, you know, yeah. definitely. You know, sending your kid away for the first time, letting go, and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I, I need some support. Or other people, you know, I want to know that other people feel the same way that I'm feeling, and it's normal. And and the book helps you with that. It did, yeah. because I, I mean, connected with the fact that what you just spoke about a minute ago, that a lot of your, I, I can't think of necessarily a specific favorite, but I do have a lot of good memories of 
feeling independent, going somewhere the first time, being dropped off without my parents, and how great that felt. How I've arrived at this. So, yeah, it reminded me of this group. And the concept that you'd be both homesick and happy, and that's okay. That. Yeah, it's help, to it's work help. through those feelings, and that's what enables you for the more difficult things in life, like college, or uh, maybe get the debate team to go away on that, or other things. That... I like what it said too about how something there, you unknowingly put pressures on your kids, even the ones you do, but the ones you don't know. So it's like when you're not around, they really can be themselves. And it's, that's more natural, like a, it's more natural for them too, yeah. because they're not being pushed. Yes. And I think it makes us okay to step back. I think that's what the book did for me, because we just feel it's like our job, and we're so good at our jobs and dotting every I and okay. making sure, but we don't realize that our job now is really to step back, and camp forces you to do that. So, um, you know, that's the big takeaway, because we're just too involved. And even to, there are so many books like The Hurry Child, I'm sure you heard of that, and I have one in there called um, All Grown Up and No Place to Go. Yeah, I mean, so the thing is, where they need time to just chill out. They're just so overscheduled. Mm -hmm. And um, it's depriving them of figuring out who they are. We don't allow them to become independent yeah. either. Even yeah. independence, we don't yeah. give them any chance. You know, I always think about when I was a kid that I took my bike and my parents didn't even know where I went. We were saying that when right here. And our kids left our driveway. We right. Yeah. You know, so it's sure. different. Well, I know my kids have never gone up that big hill in Delaware Park, but... I think when I read it, like, I was nervous at the time for my son to go to camp. We sent him going as a jet, going into third grade. And now my daughter is going into second. And I was like, after reading it, I was so nervous about, are they ready, are they ready, or having that fear and then I was like oh my god they need it like I that all of the hurdles that I wanted them to accomplish like for my daughter who's you know younger like she needs to detach from me she needs to learn to feel like she can like thrive on her own and like and and she needs to get over the homesick thing like and this is the only way she's gonna do it because even if you have a sleepover and you send them they know you're three minutes away they know they can call and cry and say come pick me up and you're not gonna do that to another family but it can't, like that's the one place they can do all this. So I read it and I was like, well, this is the only answer <laughs> I have to send them. Well, what was interesting for you too, as much as you yeah. grew up at camp and loved camp, you were a normally yeah. nervous mom sending Ryan yeah. to camp, which I thought was, you know, amazing. And he just needed to get there. Yeah, just get there. Which them is there. the case for just yeah. about everybody. They just yeah. need to get there yeah. away, away from their parents. Yeah. And a self-esteem part too. I feel like that's huge. Like they do things on their own, yeah. and to not have us in the crowd giving them the thumbs up, so that they're not and the competition too, because right. like that was one of the things. But how like at home everything's so competitive, mm -hmm. and at camp it's different. Yeah, there was there was and a, that they can fail, and make a mistake, right. and it's okay that you're it's not like why on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, right. There was a, one of the emails I wrote this last summer when we had the show Annie. Yeah. Remember, we thought it was an amazing moment at camp. The kids were unbelievable. We, it was like being at a Broadway show. And in past in years earlier, when we didn't have a great drama director, it was like 45 minutes of torture <laughs> every week. <laughs> and, and last, last, yeah, like last year, it was so amazing. We were like, I can't believe 
Unfortunately, wow. the parents aren't here watching this. Because Charlene is so talented. Yeah. When she pulls off, it's amazing. It was amazing, but when I wrote the email, I realized as we, I was writing it, I said, it was, this was great, we wish you were here, but I realized that yeah. you couldn't be here because if you were there, yeah. it would have been so different. Did you do a video of it? And the parents yeah. looked yeah. 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 It's on. Yeah, because the kids are looking at you the whole time. And quite honestly, so I don't even up all the pictures and I bought the kids and I was like you can make this an autograph she's like I have no interest in this book I was like okay I'll take it back home <laughs> so, so totally I got that she's like yeah. and realize the real ultimate yeah. benefit is that it's theirs and as much as we want to be a part of everything it's not helping yeah. they really have to have their own space to grow but Amy can tell you I'm a stalker and I'll send her pictures all day and I'm, you know, it's I'm crazy convenient. about the pictures oh, and she sends it to me. And there are some people in the cadets group and, oh, be, and it would be the, the car, her, get on, get on the cam, the boys are playing in their Shabbat shirts in front of, in front of the, 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 um, oh, the, 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 the live camera. And, it's That's so, when I say, turn the camera off. But, then you start, <laughs> but you start analyzing, like, yeah. who they're yeah. playing. Why, yeah. 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 Why are they not so smiling? Yeah. 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 And, so and then that leads to that if you get them on the phone and you ask to start, it leads yeah. to that. They yeah. hear your tone. And you yeah. know it's your problem. And even if there was the slightest problem, it's been corrected days ago. Yes. And it was their issue to correct and not for you to even comment on it. Right. That is the hardest thing. Yeah. But we have to get better at that and realize, once you realize they need to do that, because even this book I'm looking at now, it's that it really stifles them and it, it power um, makes them powerless, that they can't then become who they should be because they haven't had a place to try anything out on. And so this hurry child also is that they're, they're so overscheduled and we're so like rushing to get into these places, you know, we're cutting them <laughs> soon, but soon. We're, you know, yeah, trying their shoes because we gotta go. Yeah. Right. yeah. So they're not, you know, it's just not the point. And then, don't get me started with the ACTs and how ridiculous all of that is. It just is. Well, that's a new thing that yeah. they just said I about sweet. Exactly. It's, kind of... it's just too much. They can't take it in. And what are they doing <coughs> it for? And they're, they're scheduling and what they have to do, they are burnt out when they get to college. So, so my advice is. Take a chill pill with that yeah. and don't think, you know, this one's going to Cornell and you need all these classes and you don't have to go to Cornell or Penn. If your kid is going to Penn or Cornell, they're going to Penn or Cornell. They just are. Okay. Yeah. So the thing about uh, life at Tawanda is it is really old school. So there, there's no high tech, there's no keyboard to hide behind. 
nothing, and we have these face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball uh, social skills and life skills, and everyone's on the same page, and we're all doing the same thing, where there's, we don't have that pressure of, you know, you gotta tie your shoes fast to get to class, to go wherever, or you have to, you know, get it, fill out this application, or whatever. It, camp is just, everyone shines however they shine, and, uh, and it's great. And what, it's a bumpy road to get to graduation at camp, I will say. Um, but by the time they get to the, what we call the club and dorm, that's entering 10th grade, it's a brotherhood and a sisterhood. And they respect each other's differences, and they appreciate that they became friends and all the ups and downs, the good, good counselors, the sucky counselors, you know, the burnt food, or whatever it is, is all part of the experience there. Or when we ran out of water one summer, they had to swim in the they yeah. had in the lake with Irish soap. I mean, or we have a storm and oh, the water leaks. So a new excited. water leak happens in the roof. You know, you know. One time it's over her bed. One time it's over. That's just life again. I'm not saying that we don't fix that stuff, but um, <laughs> you know, it, it's just those experiences where you can trip and fall and get up on your own, which really and you know, even the parent guy just see like everybody goes on and over. It's because, you know, I don't, parents, you can't call up and say, oh, my kid is allergic to spiders or whatever. You know, you've got to go on an overnight because that's an experience. And you don't, if you don't do it at camp, you'll never, never you're never going to do it. And what fun to wake up outside. Well, you don't even wake up because you never go to sleep. But <laughs> you're so scared. But that's part of it. They do it in the treehouse, though? Is that that? Yeah, now we do it, well, we have four, different five places. different locations. Uh. But uh, we do get our, we well, we didn't do it last year actually because the weather was so bad. Oh, outside or yeah, right, we, okay. it was uh, one of those decisions we made. That, yeah. You know, because the, the first 16 days were just awful. <laughs> yeah, and then we were trying to play catch up, and we didn't want we didn't want the kids to get sick, so we ended right. up Got it. bypassing it for our sake. So whatever it is, it is, and it yeah. happens. They do it together, and um, it's great experience. Could I, I, I'm just interested in knowing, like, what, without thinking too hard, what's your number one concern going into the summer? Yeah, you know, we'll start with you. Oh, okay. Casper, okay. we'll start with you. Sorry. His concern is going to be that. It's so hard to do it, but I know for the best. I read the book, and I feel like also, it's all true, and I mean, Big thing that helps. Uh, big thing that helps that you taught me was that breathing. Yeah, that's six, 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 right? Yeah. But I think it's. Wait, wait, just explain what that. Yeah. Well, inhale for six, hold for six, uh, exhale for six. It's really very stop. Powerful. So it's getting the oxygen. Usually fall asleep. I taught that to my daughter this summer, yeah. and she does it now with my my younger son. She came home yeah. and she does whenever my son's like. My son. I, like melting down, she's like, take a deep breath. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. It's so, yeah, it's unbelievable. And it is very powerful. Yeah, it changes everything. Also, the practice of saying goodbye, not just for the kids, but I did that last summer. It was yes. more for me. Yes. It was about saying goodbye. Yeah. I really, really did it. Yeah. That was and the best really we were worked. supposed to start today, and I forgot. Right. But we had a whole conversation <laughs> last night of we're going to start. Oh, 
Yeah. That's, that was yeah. the advice yeah. that you sense. say goodbye. It, they have to sense great. from you that you're okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that they're not responsible for making you okay. That's so <laughs> Because big. then they feel that what's what's wrong out there? What's going to be bad? Right. Yeah. And the information right. they give you might not be how they're actually feeling. Right. Like it's almost like they're worried about you, so they're going to say things to you that might make you feel better. Like, but at the end of the day, it's, but that is you know, what is mom so worried? Yes. About? Is it really so bad out there? So you have to be careful. And um, I know you know media has made us a little more crazy, but it really was throughout all the generations. There was always something to be afraid of, but I think it's important for us to, and books like this help us, you know, realize that if, if we're so freaking out all the time, we're really crippling them. And that's, you really, your goal is to get them off healthy to college so that they then can leave the nest and get good jobs. It's not to be home with you forever. As much as you can, you can get a cat or a dog, you know, but that is really your goal. And it's the hardest thing for us to get to because we're so invested in it. And so I just, again, think it's so powerful to not have to be scheduled every single day after school. Let them just hang out. Yeah, Facebook has really made it a problem, I think, because you feel like social pressure. Yeah, social pressure. It's crazy. Um, I'll talk about this other book that I have here. Um, you want to, should we finish that around? Go ahead. <laughs> Step back. I'm not as concerned about them leaving him. He'll be fine. And I'm around camp, so that part I'm okay with. I'm more concerned that he will behave himself at camp. We'll <laughs> <laughs> take care of that. Oh, <laughs> Well, and that's what we really, that's one of the things we do teach the kids and help them and give them the tools for that. I don't really have any concerns. I think they're ready. They're so excited. Um, I mean, I guess because I'm going to be there, I just want to make sure that they... Oh, you won't see them. <laughs> they know that. No, that's right. So as long as I, I don't oh, see them. That's my, my biggest concern is that I don't yeah. see them. <laughs> I don't want to see them. And that, okay. <laughs> and that they're okay with that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they know that and I think they'll be fine. And they're so excited. And keeping away is the hardest thing. Like when uh, my boys were little and... They were wearing the same shirt four days in a row. It took all of me not to be like, really? <laughs> you did kind of take it out on me. <laughs> Why would you change your clothes? That's fine. As long as they're happy, I don't care. Dirty is fine. Dirty is fine as long as they're happy. If they're not happy, I'll make sure I can take it somewhere else. You know, I'm here. That's a nice one. Cadet boys didn't change their clothes like the yeah, first three days of color war. When yeah, Ryan came home, I, I was like, well, why'd you guys do that? He's like, it was good luck. It was just good luck. I was like, okay. He told me it was good luck. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they changed. But they also turned out, passed down a sweatshirt from generation to generation. It's never been washed. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I'm not so worried about her missing me. Like, I think she's ready. I know, I know she does better without me. I've already learned that. Like, if there's a soccer game and I'm there, I, she's not into it. If I'm not there, she does great. I'm worried about her missing her brother and her sister. Oh. How old they're, are her brother and sister? They're five. They're two years apart. Okay. So she's very close with them, and that makes me a little... She's trying it's to convince me to send my little one. So I think you should think of it as 
you're lucky that she feels that way about Yeah, I agree, and I think it's going to be good for her, because I think they're, they're so close in age that they just get lumped together, and I think it's... But she's she begging me to send her little sister. She's like, she should be a double deaf. She'll be a triple. I'm like, you know what? Not this summer. <laughs> this summer is yeah. your summer. Right? Yeah. yeah. And she just felt she'll write letters yeah. to them. Yeah. And she's going to have all these new sisters. Yeah. yeah. But she's you very know. excited about having the big sister. Yeah. She talks about it. Uh, she's focused on it. That's sweet. That's and her sister, I mean, they call each other sisters yeah. and brothers and can't. Like her bunkmates and her groupmates, those are going to be her sisters. I mean, she's driving this bus. I wasn't ready to send her. <laughs> she wanted to go. Yeah, and then great. we looked, and then I was like, you know what? It's going to be okay if yeah. she goes. She's going to be great. Because you're, you're not alone in those feelings. Yeah. She's going to be in a room full of girls like yeah. that. Yeah, really great. I'm just nervous because it's Sydney's second summer, and she definitely was still homesick. She had the best time when I saw her camp and knew. She had the best time, and friends running up, and she's had many sleepovers since then, and her friends are great. But she definitely still has that legitimate homesick feel, which I had my whole life, so I get it. So I guess I just want to figure out how to manage that a little bit with my words and going into the summer. You know, I'm not going to say you're not going to get homesick, because you might get homesick again, and that's okay. But, you know, just managing her nervousness about those feelings. She still wants to go, which is good, thank God. And, you know, she had a great time. But it's still, it's, not every kid's like that, that they... Continuously homesick a good portion of summer, and then now she's still worried about it. There are a lot so. of kids who are anxious coming back every year, and you know I, I think one of the things you can say also is so that means you love us. <laughs> you're going, right. you're going right. away, so which is great, and we're going to miss you too. But we know, and you know, and you can mention some of the you know from uh, electionality and the uh, you know Mister. Uh, and it's okay to miss us. You're going to have a right, time. right. Yeah, yeah, you're lucky to miss us. I wish you're I'm not hoping. so dysfunctional. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I always say I'm sure we're doing something you're going to be in therapy for later in life, but yeah. <laughs> something's going on. Yeah, but, you just mention some of the camp oh, events or tell her to remind you of some, you know, what were some of the great events right. that yeah, happened focus camp, on that. You know, Break and she's out. going, and she knows people. So well, right, she, I think it's me definitely starting, but I also just hope that this summer maybe they can open the dialogue about feeling homesick more, because I know other kids are feeling that, and through this year, other kids have said, well, Sydney, I was really sick, too. I was homesick too, so I hope they can open that dialogue more, you know, during the summer. Well, really, what we do is really change their focus. We try not to talk about it. That's true, I guess. Talking about it initially, saying you mean in the bunk in the first few months? Yeah. Like it's legitimate. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not the only one feeling that way. Right, right. I think that's just getting more comfortable too. Yeah, she's gonna find out most of her friends are feeling right. similar. Right. Right. I think about a couple people that went on to become great group leaders and generals. I'm not pointing at you, sorry. But they were homesick and cried like basket cases every year, and they kept coming back and. And uh, she's now a mom. Yeah, right. That'd be awesome. These were kids that they were very. It was challenging for us to comfort them, and they kept coming back, and they rise and shine. Wow. Rose and shine. Rose and shine. Nice. So you orchestrated this. I have no idea how you did this, but Casper is my big fear. My son is phobic. Not just scared. I mean, he is out of his mind talks about not necessarily Casper by name but talks about being scared every day. Really? Did something happen to him? Something happened to his brother. I don't not and man's fine with dogs. I don't know. He's like we'll go to someone's house and all of a sudden we'll be like, oh my god, did they have a dog? So the irony that we picked Talanda. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Dark City. Uh, I mean, you, you, I don't know. Because we're kind of scared too, although not really right now. I think like four days ago, Casper sent you a video. Oh. He did. He said, bro. So, he's so scared. Well, there have been other kids like that. Right. Uh, I'm going to send Brody to go talk to Ryan, but but we asked. so scared. I I don't know what to do. Well, first of all, he, as you know, is the best dog to learn to get over your fear. Um, but the good news is we've had... I mean, he really doesn't pay attention to the kids. Yeah. His eyes are only on that. Yeah. He, Brody, Brody will not go anywhere near you this summer because if you guys were together. Um, but we've had so many kids like that, and they I guarantee you will be petting him by visiting them. But we asked, Amy asked Ryan the other day in the playground after school, like, what it was like with Casper, because she was, and oh. he was just like, it's fine. And like Ryan is the same. He can't go to someone's house with the dog. He won't sleep at someone's house. He, he will walk. He wouldn't get on an elevator with the dog. Like phobic. Like crazy. And that was his concern. And he was like, mm, it was fine. He'll come near, you know, unless if he stays away from you, no offense, Casper won't bother him. <laughs> so we're gonna, I'm going to go with that. Like don't go near Mitch. So when he runs away from you, now you're going to know why. Anyway, he's so, yeah. He's excited, which is good. He's been talking about enthusiastically <laughs> yeah, yeah, things. But, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Show it to But, I don't know. So he, he's really nervous. About the dog. Well, I, I, about, yes. Yeah, and then the it's dog. now a larger thing for camp. Well, okay, so the, one of the things yeah. you can say to him is, first of all, camp is 235 acres. You know, it's not like he's in the same room with the dog. Yeah. And he really is just following. So then, yeah, Matt, Madden said, "Oh, he never goes in the bunks." And then something about he just on the porch and like kicking him. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's getting well, scared. Yeah, if I walk in the bunk, he does. Right. But he's it, never like, walking. Right. <laughs> but here, this is what will happen. Most of the kids will swarm the dog. Oh, right. yes, so he's not going to. And they'll see. Right. He'll yeah. see right. that it's okay. Yeah, that's where he's going to learn quickly. Right. Mm. And even like I, you know. He runs on stage on some acts. Of course, if I'm on stage, he comes up on stage. And it's just part of it where, you know, you, you see that, oh, he's not really bothering anybody. Um, and, you know, we have other animals at camp that... That Brody will also avoid. The chickens. <laughs> the chicken. He will never be near your garden. Well, you know, and like we have skunks too, but I avoid them. <laughs> so... So I'm surprised yeah. about the level of fear because his brother went, was fine, we love camp, and it's right. but starting to snowball. He's not, he's not saying he's not No, so I'm not sure what, I know that I can't say, you don't have to go. Because he, he doesn't have to go. I don't want him to think I'm forcing him. He's focusing on to not talk about the homesick fears he may have. No, he's actually pretty verbal about it. So he's, he's being a little broader. But I know I can't say you don't have to go because I don't want to give him a no. And I don't want to say, you know, you can come home after four weeks. He doesn't know that's a thing. But I also want him to know that I'm not forcing him. Yeah, but I so think I'm not sure I what. I say I am not concerned about you with this dog. I think you're going to learn how to get over this fear that you have. So I'm all good with it. And that should just be your mantra. And then he'll pick up on it and think, well, mom thinks it's okay. And that's it. 
And not to think about it until that day. There's no reason to think about it now. Think no. about it the first day at camp. If he's bringing up every day, yeah, I think you're going to be fine. And he's 11, this guy. And yeah. He'll, Maybe he won't be. He won't be But they will have the puppies. Right. That, that would be so that the puppy would be worse. Worse. Yeah. Much worse. Oh, yeah. Ezra was pretty nice. Oh, okay. He was an annoying puppy. And we had a two year transition to Axie. No one said we're getting that. <laughs> yeah, <you are. laughs> Can you just not don't get the puppy before yeah. Yeah. Oh. camp? Because yeah. Birdie really that one. That one. <laughs> you won't tell. You're not done. Yeah, exactly. Don't, just Harry kid, Harry kid. It's not. <laughs> puppy or puppy? Puppy. <laughs> right. Okay, but it, I won't tell you that. And with any situation, even like um, Eric, you mentioned that. Uh, uh, the sibling missing, we will, that's part of what we do, you know, like we'll brief the group leaders about that sensitive stuff. Um, and if you didn't write it in your camp account, you should. You can update it, I'm yeah. sure you did. Can we make a note of Sydney and homesickness, please? <laughs> Open discussion with the kids. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Great, thanks. Sandy. I'm not... I mean, it's my daughter's third summer, so I'm not, she's ready, like if you open camp tomorrow, she would get on the bus. I am worried, again, it's Ryan's second summer, and he's that kid who's afraid of dogs, he's attached, like he came home and he reverted back to, he's attached to me, most, like he can't do anything without me. Mommy, what should we wear today? And I sometimes I say to him, Ryan, how did you get dressed at camp? He's like, I don't know, I just did it. So I feel like he needs that separation again, because he can do it. So I'm just, and sometimes well, he'll Mitch say, can't do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that that's never able to do that. But sometimes he'll say, No, you go, why don't you wear green khaki? That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Sometimes he'll say, I'm not going back to camp next summer, but yet he was the ultimate camper and had the right. best time. So right. recently yeah, he said it in front of a camp friend, in front of Jake Gerson's son, Alex, and we were standing there and Alex turned to me and he's like, what are you talking about, Ryan? You had the best time at camp. So, so, so I just think it's for my ears. Right. And he's trying yeah. to just like for, little, for like right. stick it to his, you. Yeah. yeah. So my favorite story of last summer with Ryan was you know getting him on the bus. Finally got got their ultimate camper. Had the best time. And visiting Dave, we're walking. And he just nonchalantly says, "I'm gonna I'm gonna be an Annie." And this is a shy kid who would never get on stage. Does it like? We'll barely speak to you, you know, very quiet, reserved. I'm going to be an Annie. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to be a, a traffic light. I'm going to sing a song. And he starts to sing the song for me. And I was like blown That's out of the water. Priceless. So yeah. to your yeah. thing, had I been there? Oh, never had no. that. And I was shocked. So. That's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah, I mean, people, yeah. everyone gets out of their comfort zone. Uh, on stage, when we interview counselors, we say you're going to do stuff that you would never do, and they don't—they don't know what we're talking about. But then you see them dress up silly on stage, or lead some special event, or some funny thing in the mess hall. Shit. I just—I turned it off. Oh, you did. <laughs> the bread. Yeah. As long as Casper doesn't get on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, they were, he sometimes when they're getting crazy. He, there was one scene. Remember, they were, they, they were acting as, the counselors were acting like they were cats, 
Probably the most thing that I'm nervous about sending her, she's very independent, like she's not independent at all. Like she relies on me for everything. I just can't see her being on her own for an entire summer like that. I just think it'll be good for her. Um, I'm also like nervous not seeing her for the whole summer. Part of it's like just me letting go and stuff like that. But I know it'll be great for her. I went to camp and I just think about all those great memories that I had. And, right. and you'll be surprised how after the first week you're like, oh, this is nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But she relies on me for everything. She's So I'm just like, I don't know how she's going to do it, but I guess she does. Well, and one thing I would say, we wrote a funny blog about this last year, a little closer to camp, is like, being careful that you don't say, like, who's going to brush your hair at camp? Right. Who's going to tie your shoes exactly. at camp? Because all of a sudden, like, I mean, it's so natural. I think I said it like three times last week, and then I caught myself. I'm like, <laughs> did I write that article? Oh my God, but okay. <laughs> but it's so true because then all of a sudden we put the anxiety on them. So like, like, I don't know really, who's gonna who is going to put that on. Who is going to tie my shoes? Like, so I think, like, just. My kids wore Velcro until they were like 10. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, that's another thing. Yeah, don't send them with laces. Then that's going to stress them out. But um, <laughs> they don't want to be the last one out of them. But, um, but it is so true that, like, when you. We do, we do so much for our kids and yeah. allow them to have this. But she's my older one. Like, I'll no. baby her yes. more than my younger one. Yes, but she, like, she'll be fine. Just yeah. don't remind her that she might not. And it might not. She's so excited. It might not. She always says that she's so excited. Yeah. It might not be done the same way too, which is fine. Also, yes, you know what I mean. Like, or it might be done better. better. I'm like, my kid or better. Has to make all the shots every day with her hair. I'm like, I can't wait for those counselors to right, right, right. <laughs> right. That's like, true. you braid her hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. The first summer, yeah. Ava was a kid. Yeah. She's got really curly hair, and I used to be like. Amy, why don't they yeah. fix her hair? Look at her in the picture. She's a camp. Will you just stop? Right. And yeah. now you go to the Caribbean before you go and get it braided. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Indeed. So funny. Yeah. It, the, it's, it's so great to be away from your parents and figure stuff out and, and, and feel safe. And that's exactly how it is at camp. It's amazing. I know. Even when our, our son Brandon was ready to be a camper, and we're there, I was like thinking, there's no way this kid can be a camper. Oh, no, so the best story is, um, you know, the counselor comes to our house to pick him up, and um, so of course... Our house at camp. Our house at camp, so I'm saying, okay, don't forget to floss, don't forget to wear your hard shoes when it's raining, don't forget to wear that poncho. He goes, Mom, you see that hill? You are the reason I'm going up it. <laughs> <laughs> And now he's the group leader of the club boys. <laughs> so, there you go. It's true. I, I didn't think he could function as a Yeah. <laughs> he was pretty dirty and yeah, stuff. But... Yeah. Rise and shine. It's good. He still doesn't floss. So don't floss, Mom. I, I'm not worried about my, like, I know she'll shower and she'll like the, actually she did wear the same shorts all year, but I'm over that. Um, she, I don't know how homesick she was last summer. I know she was homesick the first week and then I'm obsessed with the pictures, but there's nothing better than just seeing your kids so happy at camp. Like, I still look at those photos. It's like, because I didn't, I didn't, I went to camp, I didn't love camp. I didn't go to a, a 
my parents didn't send me to Tawanda. So, um, <laughs> they, they didn't love you. Yeah. So it was awful so, And she even came home crying for like a good week how much she missed her camp friends. Oh, it's a real sickness. Yeah. And I think it also, yeah, and I think it also would be like, she got home Friday, like some of them came home, like she, until she saw her school friends and then she got into school mode. Yeah, it can last a week or two. Yeah. Camp depression. Yeah, like she wanted some counselor from Spain. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, I think she started to get anxious about. She tells me there's two sad days at camp: the day you leave and visiting day. Oh. And we've been talking. I'm not supposed to be talking about this, I know, but she she says she doesn't like to. Cry. She doesn't want to cry, and I keep telling her it's okay to cry and be homesick, and that's why she's so anxious right now. And also about the younger siblings. I was worried last summer about my, my son who's, yeah, my son's five. And I was so worried about him missing her. And I think it was vice versa because her first letter was like, I miss you so, 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 so much. Camp, I hope Kyle is okay. And then her camp is awesome. But I think she misses him more. Yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen. I don't think my little And they're four years apart. I'm really nervous about the bus. How am I going to get her on the bus? Well, you did it last year. It was easier last year. She And I feel like this year, she. I feel like the second year might be harder because you're more aware of, she's older, seven weeks. Like when you're younger, you don't realize the amount of time. Someone good to sit with? She's going to see her friends probably though. Yeah, you're on the New York bus? I'm on Westchester bus. And it's funny, I had all the girls sleep over. I invited all the devs to sleep over post reunion, and she had the best time. It's like, I really got, it's like, they, and she said, like, someone said something, oh, like, why wouldn't you go back to camp? And she's like, you know, like, she doesn't even want them to know that. Well, you, you know, tell she's, her she's going to stay home and clean then. <laughs> <laughs> summer school. That's awesome. But, um. Yeah, she, this is going to be an, another initial hump, and then she'll get into the groove. It's, it's a, the toughest thing about camp. Why do you think she won't? What'd you say? Like, why do you think she won't get? She's she's scared about being homesick. Right. Like, I know what's going on in right. her brain. Right. But she'll get through it. But she doesn't right. want to cry. But um, she will, and she'll. Yeah. And, and she's not. It's funny. Like, I, she last summer, I was like, I don't know how nervous she was before camp. I remember, actually, I do remember, we left on a Saturday, that Friday we had lunch with her, it was our last day of school, because New York goes to school till the end, and we went out for lunch with a friend, or her friend was going to another camp, and that's all of a sudden, she was like, I think it hit her, she wasn't going to see her friend for seven weeks, her best friend from school, and then, you know, like, we went out for dinner, and I was trying to keep it together. Yeah. Well, I, I think if you, like, what we're saying, just say, ah, so you cry, you don't cry, it doesn't yeah. matter. I think if you're light about it, she'll pick I up. I think the light is a really good tip. I don't know if anybody else who's but, put them on the bus, being light, like, just light about everything. Like, when I'll drop my kids off for school, I'm like, bye, my kids, have fun at camp. And they look at me, and my daughter says, don't forget your sunscreen. <laughs> and like, but I just try to be like, it's it's a little unnatural, but I'm like, okay, we're big day, camp day, let's go. Like, just keeping it light and not emotional, and then meltdown when they get on the bus and they get pulled away. Like, but like... They, put, they really feed from your energy so much that I feel like if they see you being like, oh, I'm gonna miss you so much, you have such a great time, you make the most of everything. Like, no, like, I think it's like, woo, 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 how lucky are you, go out fun, don't forget to change your socks, change your underwear, like, make it silly and fun. Exactly, and make it silly and silly. fun. Yes, silly, yeah, silly, fun. And even when Brandon then went off to college, yes. he said to me, you know, one of his, like, first month or two, he goes, Mom, I haven't even missed you. 
<laughs> so I said, guess what? I miss Oprah more than I miss you. That's <laughs> 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 when Oprah went off. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also important, I think, to, and definitely in your case, uh, to do that practice saying goodbye. You know, yeah. tell new campers ten times before campus runs. It's really helpful. So it's not the only time you do it on the real bus day. And like Lauren's doing it with her daughter at Make Believe School with camp, and it, so they, I think they she's know what to be embarrassed. Also, like to cry in front of her camp, you know, like they're all. I remember they're all gonna like come up to her because I saw them at the reunion, and like it took her a good three minutes to feel comfortable. It was weird at the reunion, like when we first got there, like. Everyone came up to her because they, they were all sleeping it's over. Yeah, the reunion. Well, it was really, it was so much. It was, it was like I found out at the reunion she was the most organized person in the pub, and like I was surprised. And the neat, oh, the neatest. That was the quote, the neatest. But um, I don't know. I'm just like that. I'm, I'm nervous for the bus, and I feel like I also get nervous. We're going to be late and miss the bus, and yeah, well, it's a hard day to so do. So that's where the breathing comes in, yeah. because what does happen is that. Lauren said that she can pick up on your nervousness, yeah. uh, and if you're trying to take it a little smoother, then it'll help her. And couple that with practicing saying goodbye in many times in advance. And knowing all of it is good experience. Yeah. So yeah. what if she's embarrassed? That's good right. to be, you know, embarrassed you over and over again and work through your. She's uh, going into her own world now. As long as you see it all as positive, which it is. You know, that's great. Like camp, you know, it's not all great and positive. You know, there's no such place. It's where in this, such this amazing environment that you can have all that with other people that are going through it at different frequencies. Right. And uh, meeting each other on the way and working it out together. And that's what camp is all about. And so if, she, if you can hold on to that and just that, and then the other stuff is, you know, whatever happens. Yeah. And also, like, she's not a student, so she, she struggles at school, so... No homework. Yeah, yeah we actually almost got her a tutor last I'm so glad we didn't do the oh, tutor yeah. last summer. Yeah. But if she needs to, then no. We, well, I should, but we're not going to give her the summer off. But it's like camp is a, the thing she's good at, like mm -hmm. all the sports. The day, like, yeah. that's the stuff she's good at. So there's, like, no reason right. besides missing us for her not to want to And missing her is good. Missing you is good. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Great. Um... All of my fears and there are a lot. I well, first of all, for my older one, I don't have fears. She she'll have a sad day here and there, but she she counts the days till camp. She's so excited. My younger one, all of my fears are also the reason why I'm sending her. She is very shy, especially with adults. It takes her a while to warm up. Like you may go over to her and say hi, and it takes her even like a second to process. So you'll think she's not going to answer you, but if you give her a minute, then she'll. Be like, Oh, hi, but it doesn't come out right away. So some people are like, oh, she doesn't say anything. She does, she just needs a little more wait time. Um, so she's very shy. She's very self-conscious. She does not have self-confidence, which breaks my heart. So for example, last week was school spirit day, mix match, and she had an outfit she picked out. She was so excited to wear it, which happens on every theme day. And then morning of school, what if I'm the only one wearing it? What if people laugh at me? She she's, has a constant dialogue of what if, and where your daughter is good at sports, mine is 
terrible. She gets OT. I think maybe she needs PT now. My like champ is great. Okay. She's she's All slow, day. like painfully slow. I probably will have to send her with Velcro, but she will be aware that she would be the only one with Velcro. So yeah. oh, she won't be. I can tell you right now. Okay. All right. Velcro pass. Because my five-year-old's in tiger shoes, my eight-year-old can't. Yeah. So my So she's just worried about all that stuff. The good thing is, I guess she's, you know, she tells me about it, but I worry when she gets to camp, she won't say all that stuff. I mean, I hope she finds someone, you know, that. But she will. Her, yes, but I don't want her, I've already told her, I, her sister has to have her own experience, and she said to me, I might want to find Haley at the White Rock, but not every day, and just to give her a hug, and not to hang out with her. She said to me last year, she had some friends that were double debs and she was jealous. She said, I felt left out when they were going. They're from our town. And she said, but I know I wasn't ready, which I loved. Made me think, oh, maybe there she is ready for camp and it's just me not ready to send her. <laughs> and this year she keeps saying, I, I am ready. And she likes the name of the book, Homesick and Happy, because she does think, oh, that's good. I can be both. So those things are helping me work through it. And I'm trying to be light, but I am, I guess it's her slowness and her self-confidence. But all the reasons that I feel like, and that's how it was supposed to be Brandon and good. He was too. Obviously, never thought because he had OT issues, and I was like, "There's no way he's making yeah, it." Like and he was very shy, and camp did more for him than it did for right. Jared. It was like, "Wow!" And people would be like, "Wow, we can't believe that's Brandon." So we were living proof, and that's you know that's what it does. Um, okay, I, I I feel like a mom again this year because I feel like I, I had a year off from being a mom. I was caught my son at a great first summer and recently told me he was homesick every day of his first summer. I didn't know that. So, you know, who would have known? Wouldn't have, I wouldn't have yeah, known. I, I mean, um, I sent him my his first summer. I sent him a week after he had his appendix removed, emergency surgery. He, I mean... Thank God I know you guys because I can't imagine being able to. Like, <laughs> felt so comfortable. I was like, "No, oh, you have glue well, on you. You'll be fine." But the fact is, we have an emergency room doctor, right. six nurses, and EMT beds yeah. better than uh, right. I was like, "At least anyway. you will check his score every day." Yeah. So he went and was great. I don't know how, but my daughter now she's going to be a double dad, and she is like dying to go. I think she thinks already that Mitch and Stephanie are her parents. <laughs> and um, she's crazy excited about all of it and obsessed and into it. And like, but she is the one that like gives it to me, which is why I know she needs camp. And I am definitely worried about the homesick thing because she's young. And I think like I told her, I was like, guess what I'm doing today? I'm going to meet with other camp moms and some of the moms that are going to be in your group and we're going to a book club about this book called Homesick and Happy. And she goes, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> don't want to say it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Like, so she, like, it's like she, That's how grand I know too. she is going to be homesick. I know she's going to, she worships her brother. So as long as, you know, and I know he's a good boy, he'll check up on her. And I know she feels so comfortable to give either one of you a hug at any time. But like, I think she's going to be homesick. I know she's often better without me and I think she'll shine once she gets over that, but I'm I'm definitely worried. I'm also worried because I come up for my job on some weekends that like I will definitely be hiding in the office with her more so because my son was a rule follower. I said to him, this is my job and you can't come up to me and hug me. We can have a signal. That's it. He got it. 
she has been practicing her signal or coming up with a new one every day, but I also know she doesn't care as much about the rules. She'll be like, <laughs> well, I don't care if you lose your job, I'm like, give me a hug, and then she'll melt down. <laughs> so I am like, I'm a little bit more, you know, worried about the homesick piece with her, but I know so that's why I'm sending her. She needs to get over it. So. Also normal. Yeah. Great. Um, you know, the good news is that hearing all this stuff and there's a lot of love at, at Tawanda, and actually parents often tell me that when they talk to their friends who send their kids to other camps, they say, you know, our kids love camp, but there seems to be a deeper love at Tawanda. And I know, I think you hear that too. That it's a cult. Yeah, it's a cult. <laughs> it's a cult. A good cult. So, which translates okay. into that yeah, exactly. we have an incredible support team <laughs> that helps everybody. Uh, no matter what their little things are. At the are. reunion, it was interesting when I we were leaving. Like Michaela was just hugging like all these random <laughs> like, older girls. Like yeah. it was like you know like, like dorm girls probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's the whole program. It's Olympics and it's talking about it and the sharing all the time and also us tweaking the bunks and mixing them up That's throughout big. the years. Yeah. That's big. That sets us apart from other camps. Also, that we all, do, we do a lot of things together, together as a and camp. And at night, we our come together as a family. It's not a lot. The whole camp. Separate. We have the Friday night services. Yeah. Do you have Reveille? Some camps don't even have that anymore. Right. I was like, I can't really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I won't name any camps, but maybe Laconda. Right. They had nothing no, on really? the system. Nothing. It was like, I was like, we need to leave right now. Well, we Some camps don't have announcements in the dining room because they can't quiet the dining Room down. Yeah. Stephanie, a lot of camps don't have flag line up, flagpole. Yes. So we all come together, flagpole, dining room, uh, free play, evening activity. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and so when Jared so was 13, times. he said to Mitch, do you have to speak at the at the flagpole? And, and Mitch was like, you know, that's kind of what I did. <laughs> you can send it to Kayu if you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, and the other line was when... Uh, he was a waiter, and he's sitting in a big circle on the infirmary lawn, and I, he's with his, all his friends, the guys and the girls, and I come walking over, and one of the girls said, Chad, it must be so cool that Mitch is your dad. And he goes, yeah, it's a blast. And then we were successful with Brandon. It was his second summer, and one of his bunkmates said, Mitch is your dad. Oh, that's great. That's great. Thank you, Stephanie, and all the ladies sitting around our fireplace in the living room for that great book club podcast. And if you would like to get more support, definitely check out our parent guide and Stephanie's suggested reading list, all in Campminder in the forms and documents section. And also you should look at the parenting section of our blog, which you can get to from our website. Of course, if you have any other questions, you want to give us a call, please do that. And look forward to the start of Camp Tawanda coming up real soon. All right, this concludes our podcast.